everybody. Welcome back to Ike Live. Are we, are we recording? Thank you for hanging in there yeah, with us. A uh, little technical difficulty. We got through that. Shout out to Mark Jeffries for walking walking us through that problem. James, I want to jump right back into it. For those of everybody that was watching, we were just talking about, we're getting ready to talk about your Table Rock win. We're going to walk through that. But before, you were saying Freddie stayed at the house. He yeah. predicted your win. He predicted this right. one, yep. the PAA, now. then this one. This yep. But you have a lucky house. Your house on the lake's lucky. I do. I'm telling you, Late it's morning. kind of a central stop if you're in the Ozark region. Kind of like all the your boat yard here. Yeah. My house is a boat yard a at stop. times. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So guys stop. They drop their rigs off. They catch a fly down Springfield or whatever. Or they stay on their route. So Ish stayed at my house, left, went to Okeechobee, won. Won the Elite. On Okeechobee. Yeah. Uh, Scanlon stays at my house, wins the Table Rock Open a few years ago. Brandon stayed at my house, drives from my house, wins Bull Shoals. I win two events at my house. So my house is kind of lucky. The That's house has got the, lucky. The, the, got good the mojo. That's right. The good juju yeah. going on. Yeah. What is it about the house? That, I don't that know. Does that? I don't know. I don't know if it's just if you know it's just good ghosts. Is it an Indian Indian burial ground or it something could that be. was on that property? It could be. Christy bad. stayed there a couple times. Christy had stayed there a couple times. And right. he does special little deals. Wow. Indian deals. Yeah. But it's just something. It's yeah, and I weird. did stay at your house for Table Rock. Thank you for yes. letting me stay. You're welcome. Learn a tournament. And I had a good tournament. Yes. I, had a t- I had a 20-something finish. Did well. Which was good. You yeah. stayed in the Kimberling City area fishing there? Yeah, yeah. I did. Stay close. Yeah. yeah. So but, let's, let's get back. So Table Rock, dude, I, I'm watching. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, Dude, James has got this. Like he's die- Like I kind of knew from day one. You weighed a good bag day one, and I'm like, I could see it in your eye. You were confident. Yeah, I was in third. You were confident, and but it's funny at that point, you didn't get into what you were doing yet. Like I don't think I knew until the third day exactly how you were catching them. Yeah. But I just I saw something. Like God, he's like dial. Like he's got this thing wired. <laughs> I had I had fished five or six days with the exception of Wednesday before the tournament. And my buddy Robbie Dotson that that uh, used to fish FLW and hopefully big big w- tournament guy in that area. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully he'll be back. Well, he wasn't in the tournament. So before official practice, oh like on a Thursday before uh Rob comes out, we go and I said, "Let's go way up the White River, Rob." He said, "Yeah, let's go." I said, "You throw this, I'll throw that." So we ran into a pocket, and I'm like, this ought to be about right. Fishing along, fishing along. Didn't catch anything. Got all the way to the ass end of it. Boom, three-pounder. I was like, oh, that's nice. Skip about seven or eight good little creeks or big pockets. Pull into one. Fishing along, fishing along. Got the ass end of it. Boom, another three-pounder. Got it. Skip seven or eight more. Keep running way up the White River. Boom, hit another one. It's right then and there, Rob looks at me. He said, Watson, he said, you'd be a dumbass if you didn't do this the whole time. I said, you know I'm going to. Yeah. And uh, he said, 15 pounds a day will win this thing for you, which is norm. In the fall. In that's the a, fall. That's good weight. That's good yeah. weight. And sure enough, the last day, Wednesday, the last day of practice, I didn't go out. Scanlon comes in and uh, says, hey, I he said, I got three good bites on the Willie P at Whopper Plopper. Yeah. I said, did you? Good. Because I only caught one fish in seven days. I threw it for five minutes. And the, 
about the fourth cast I made on a special little stretch, five and a half pounder. I just wrapped it up, put it right back in the rod locker. <laughs> I said, blow, wind, blow. So he tells me he catches three decent ones or had three decent ones, hookless, yeah. come up on it. I said, good. I said, I'm glad I didn't go out today and get wet. Tournament time rolls around. I pick it up. I saw Scanlon that first morning at 1030. I had one three-pounder in a live well, and he's got four. I see him at 1030, and I am pissed. I said, how you doing, Casey? Just got four, one good one, three other keepers, and I'm just and I'm mad and I'm let out some profanities. I said, fired up my big motor, told him I only had one, got down a bank, pulled the Willie P out. The wind's starting to blow a little bit. About to fourth cast, three pounder, swung him in the boat. Had another three pounder with him. I said, all right, we got this figured out. I go another hour and don't catch another one. Pick up a wiggle wart, of all things. Catch a nice brown brown one. I thought, all right, I'll call you later. Long story short, I caught him on the whopper plopper that day. Yeah. Next day, wind doesn't blow hardly at all. And I scratched up a few fish on it and one decent fish early that morning. I very rarely can get a bite before 10, 30, or 11 o'clock. And about 9.30 the second morning, in pretty slick water, I throw the whopper plopper up there, and I'm reeling along, and I catch a 4.12. Ooh. I was like, all right, fish. there's my kicker. That's my yeah, kicker that's for the day. Fish. And later that day, I scrapped. I think I had four more keepers later that day, but I had 15 pounds. And then the third day, at 11.30, I got six pounds in the live well. I'm about to put a gun in my mouth. You know, I'm <laughs> like, I'm going to blow this. <laughs> and, uh. Shea Baker's following us. Camera guys, or he's with a local guy. They follow me all day long. And I tell my co-angler, I said, man, if we don't catch one of these mother on this next little stretch right here. Because I could have them blow. They'd come up, and they wouldn't eat it. Right. I had a big brown bass blow it out of the water. I had a big largemouth follow me in. Three different occasions I had fish either hit or follow my bait in, but wouldn't commit. And I was getting to the point. It's like, I got to call an audible. Yeah. Or I'm going to lose. About as I was calling an audible, I throw my whopper plopper up there, and I'm reeling along. Three and a half pounder mounts it. He's on the very point, main lake. I said, this is what these mugs want. So I just jumped on, took my clue, and I jumped on the main lake stuff. Started hitting every main lake point and stretch that I could. Be one here, one there. And finally, at the end of the day, I, I hadn't retreaded much water. I, I, I told uh shay i said guys follow me right across here i caught a 412 yesterday i said we're going down that stretch again got in there i made the exact same cast that i caught that 412 in with 15 minutes left to fish and caught one and culled up to 16 pounds for the final day and i held that fish up after i unhooked him and i screamed out i said i'm going to the Bassmaster Classic. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Throw it in the well. You knew it. I knew fish. it. It was, it was done then. Yeah. And it was the same <laughs> cast. Yeah. Exact same cast. To know at that moment. Yeah. You yeah. know, at that moment yeah. you made it, you know. So, you know, the Branson Bell is at Table Rock yes. right there by State Park. Yeah. So, I had like a few minutes to spare right when I'm coming in. I'm fired up. And there's a trail up there. And there's these, peep, these pe- old people riding bicycles down this you know state park trail and everything and, and i'm making a few casts and i go i'm out there and i'm going hey hey 
and they stop on their bikes and they look at me and I scream, I'm going to the Bass Bastard Classic. <laughs> they look at me all st- about? No, 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 not a clue. <laughs> <laughs> they got on their bikes and start pedaling faster. Dude, that, you know, as you were telling the story about the tournament, it reminds me, and I've heard this before, Table Rock is one of those lakes that pattern fishes yeah. super well. Has it always been like yes. that? That, why is that? Why why a, why do certain lakes like Table Rock like when you get a clue you can run with it because on other lakes you can't do that but Table Rock you can. You know I think uh, it's the Highland Rocky Reservoir type deal like Lewis Smith. You can pattern fish your ass off on Lewis Smith. Right. You can pattern ass your fish off in any Ozark fishery because of, I think Old it's Shoals. because of the hard bottom. Yep. It's a hard right. bottom and it's a stick deal. You know you can't pattern fish at Okeechobee. You know. Right, it, it's more area. It's yeah, you can't yep. pattern fish at Champlain. Yeah, I mean, you can have the same techniques, but you can't say, "Oh, there's a stretch of rock," and then just run it. That's right. Right. Yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, I don't know, and that's you know, it hurts me while I'm on the road. Yeah. So it's interesting on that last day. You know, it took you till like eleven o'clock, but you got that key bite. Thank God. And you just picked up on it and yeah. ran it. And they started eating too. Right. But but also no. I also knew something, and this home field advantage helped out. I also knew that a lot of people lose hope after 10, 30, 11 o'clock when you got a couple hours left to fish. Right. If you ain't got enough bites by then, they'll give up on it. But I knew, and as I've always known, that that when it presents itself and the bite happens later in the day, you cannot quit it. Right. I mean, you can fish until the last 30 minutes. Yeah. You got to keep throwing. Yeah. Now I know. I know you guys talked about this already on Bash University TV Live, and I know our viewers watched that. But tell everybody a little more about what you call the Willie P. And we we <laughs> were we were out in the shop today discussing yes. a little bit. And what I said to you is true, which is up until you won that tournament, it was still a secret, right. pretty much. Like you oh. know, guy, like I knew about it from Ish and. Guys were, you know, there was a little bit of... Dabbling. Ins- yeah, there was a little yeah. bit of an inside buzz. Uh, but until you won that event, it was still an underground secret. Yeah. Now, dude, I walk at, at Cayuga. I walk down, you know, everybody's docked <laughs> everybody's up. Everybody's got one. Yeah. You know, everybody's docked up. There's small docking, so it's boat, 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 boat. And I walk down, a, and this is Cayuga, where that's not like a hot bait. And dude, like every other boat had freaking one tied on, dude. It, it's a staple item. Mm-hmm. It's now a staple item of. I'm the same way. I can. I don't care where I'm at, where I'm going, around the house. Doesn't matter. Yeah. If there's got, if there's a bass fishing around, he's got a few rods laid out. Yeah. I promise you, one of them's got a Willie P on. Wow. And I call it the Willie P because in the army we had white phosphorus grenades, and when we did a, a ammo count or we did an ammo request for training, white phosphorus, we just call him Willie P's. Give me a case. Give me two cases of Willie P. Uh, you know, so we yeah. call I call it the Willie P for white WP. Gotcha. Yeah, so, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. but so, that it is a special bait. There's it's something it's about awesome. the bait. It's awesome. I've been throwing since 2013, and uh, it's just one of those baits. It's like you don't go out there and throw it in some rinky dink Rudy Poo thing, and if you do, it better be with your best tournament partner you got, who ain't gonna. <laughs> let anybody see it in his tackle box, let right. alone tied on his rod. Right. And so I played with it since 2013, had a great time with it. And yeah. I said, here's a venue. This one counts. Make some money. 
go to the classic, punch your ticket, yeah. and and luckily it paid off. Cool bait. Lot, I, lot I, of I hate giving it a away. Lot of wins what was a better kept secret, the chatterbait or the whopper plopper? Oh man, chatterbait was a good one. Ask Pete that. The chatterbait yeah. was a good one. There's, I had them both, but I didn't use it either for whatever reason. But yeah. I, 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 I remember the chatterbait was out because guys were winning on it. Brian Thrift. Brian Thrift. Brian Thrift. Thrift. Was one of the first ones to start smoking he everybody. He outed that yeah. bait, man. Yeah. And uh, you know, but the Whopper Plopper was like, you know, I've had that. I've had it since 2013. I made yeah. my first cast with it last last week for some reason. I. Dang, you're missing out. I, I missed out big time. And Pete but, bought a catfish. Yeah. But, <laughs> on the Willie Pete. Yeah. But that was awesome. That, that, that was, I think that's been the best kept secret. It really, uh, guys kept that quiet, man. It's pretty yeah. good. I stole my first two outer ishes when he was at the house in 2013. Outer ishes boat. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, he's pulling out glide baits and river to sea other products and stuff. I was like, what's that, dude? He said, that's a whopper plopper. I said, what's it do? He said, this real, pro- it just plops. I said, can I have some? Sure, take those. Thanks. <laughs> wow. Still got them. I mean, it's awesome bait. What's it the best is. kept secret right now? Nobody's talking about. Well, that's secret. We I can't got, talk about it. I got the next top water. Willie P's going to be old news. And <laughs> no, it ain't because it's going to catch them for years. <laughs> the fish get acclimated to everything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's something else. I mean, even the novice angler can catch them on it. Yeah. Kind of like the A-Rig. I, I think it catches fish that... Your buzz bait and your frogs and toads and stuff like that don't catch. Right. I really do. Such a yeah. unique sound, yep. especially the the regular size one. Yeah. Makes a unique sound. Uh, Beck, I saw you put your hand up. Do we have some IMs? That Somebody was to? trying to figure out what the difference between a Willie P and a Spook Nine is. I've never heard of Spook Nine. I'm not either. I've heard of Tech Nine. I don't know. It's a rapper from Kansas City. Well, Mike <laughs> Z, you stumped them. You stumped. Mike Z, you win. Yeah. I don't know what you win, but you win. Brian Carpenter. Next. You want to take it? Well, we already we already broke the uh, broadcast with the uh, when when Mark Jeffries crashed us. Okay. Mark, I'm blaming you. Good okay. job, um, Jeffries. So, uh, why don't you give me a minute and, I, and uh, we'll 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 cut the uh, interview with Homeboy here and and go to Andy Morgan. So. Okay. Cool. All right. So uh, we're gonna take a. You saying you want to take a one minute break, couple nope. minute break? Nope. All right. Nope. No. Huh. No. You don't. But I'm gonna get him on the phone. Okay. Okay. And we're gonna roll what, to it. What What about the classic? Oh, dude. What What a what a career enhancer. Between Major League Fishing and the Classic this year, put my name on the board. Because I'm not, I'm not that good of a fisherman. And uh, that, that that Classic this well, year. Well, you say that, but you've won. You know how few people have won yeah. multiple, it's hard to multiple win, times? It's, true. it's hard to win. I it mean, is super hard. I don't care yeah. if it's a bass club. It's hard to win any tournament. Hard to I win. agree. You know, maybe maybe you struggle with consistency in your mind, but being able to hit those home runs, man, that's that's yeah. hard to do. So so you made the classic at Grand, yes, and that's that's a lake you knew. Ultra, I was so comfortable there. I mean, it it was like a blessing in disguise. In December twenty six, I knew I had a blessing in disguise when that water come up and run red to the dam. I took all my jerk baits because I hate jerk bait fishing, and I know you're good at it. I know KVD's good at it, you know, and I know it was a player when you guys were there. Yeah. It's always a player that time of year at Grand mm-hmm. Lake. You better have it because you're going to get your shit kicked in. I took all my jerk baits and I just throwed them over in the corner. I said, "Ain't going to need them now." Yeah. Picked up the cranks, picked up the jigs, picked up the spinner, chatter bait. So. Yeah, yeah. when those conditions change. I mean, yep. you guys that knew the lake yep. had an advantage. If you look at the standings, yep. you guys 
kind of dominated that I, tournament. I fell flat on my face the third day. Probably shouldn't have recycled some water, though. You know, what ifs and what if, I've been. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I I had a good showing and and uh, would like to have that last day to do over again and and make a little bolder move. Yeah, well, so, you got the fifth of the third day of the class. I did. Yeah, That's I did. awesome. I didn't. I worked the show. Boo. <laughs> Boo. How was the experience though? The classic was, experience. You know what? The, the uh, I fished. You know, I'm FLW guy through and through, but the bass the bass folks there, you know, they 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 treated me really well. Got a lot of good PR. Um, it, it was it was a hell of experience. I fit, you know, and, and a lot of people was like, oh, you know, his first classic, he'll be nervous. No, I've done. That. Nervous is when you got somebody shooting live rounds at you, or, or you're training somebody that could kill you, and right. you know. I was so comfortable because I so I knew I can run that lake every square inch of that lake from top to bottom. That's so ultra comfortable that it was just another buddy tournament to me. Yeah, I mean, and and I fished so loose and that it was it was exciting. All my family was there. I got them all green shirts. They all sat together. <laughs> I spotted them in the crowd. My fiance was there. Uh, her boy, which is my boy. He, you know, he was he got to experience all this, and you know, I had a lot of people that that uh, followed me from Major League Fishing would stop me. I couldn't go anywhere without you know what it's like. Oh, yeah. I never knew what it was like until then, and then I got bum rushed constantly. You know, between the spring fishing Bass Pro Spring Fishing Fair stuff this year and the Classic is like, dang, I didn't know people even knew who the hell I was. So yeah, yeah. Cla- classic such a cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it never it's gets big. old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you get so much exposure, it changes everything. It does in your yeah. fishing career, you it know, does. especially if you you can win it, you know, or top, or even top ten at top five. It, it, I can't imagine what that's like. You bet. And as fished, far as a change, yeah, I fished uh, been to the Forestwood Cup twice, uh, TTBC uh, three times, and uh, all great tournaments, all great ran tournaments, mm-hmm. but exposure wise, yeah. The classic was the yeah. cat's pajamas. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think it always will be. Uh, we're going to go Brian DeCarpenter. Uh, we, we've got, uh, I think we've got him on the phone. Uh, we're going to switch gears here now, and we're going to go to uh, live on the phone, joining us tonight. We're going to find out where he's at. I don't know if he's at home or if he's fishing or hunting somewhere, but we've got uh, 2016 FLW AOY champion and host of the award-winning hunting show the hit list join us is andy morgan everybody all right andy morgan <laughs> what's up guys what's up what's up hi andy how you doing today man i'm good i'm kicking back on my back porch right now watching the sun go down over this mountain so i'm having a good old evening that's nice so you're calling from home tonight Yes, I am. Thank goodness. That's a surprise, but yes, I am. Now, are you are – you, I'm imagining where you're at, and, you know, you're probably drinking a beer, watching the sunset, relaxing. <laughs> are you glad your season's over, or you, or damn, you wish you still had more events to fish? Damn right I'm glad it's over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and you guys – I didn't think you guys could see me because I, I didn't know anything about this Skype. But apparently you can see me because, yes, I am drinking a beer, and I am on my backboard. <laughs> see that? <laughs> and damn right, I'm glad the season's over, yes. Man, that, that's uh, – it, it's, it's amazing because I, you know, I watch the FLW season from afar, and I watch it go on. And, and James and I were talking about this earlier before the show started. 
And you were like kind of the dark horse this year. You know, I'm I'm watching. I'm like, man, yeah, Andy's having another good year, but now nah, he's just you know he's kind of doing okay. And then all of a sudden at the end, dude, I'm like, holy shit, he's gonna do it again. I wasn't surprised what? at all. <laughs> what? In your mind, was it ever? Do you think about it? Was it ever a thought like I want to win a, th- a third, or was it just you're just fishing and it's just happening? Man, you, you know how it goes, man. I was just fishing. You know, I was just, you know, just trying to get a check, trying to make the championship. And honest to God, I never even thought about it until after Kentucky Lake. After right. Kentucky Lake, which was the fifth event, yeah, I'm like, wow, uh, I've got a shot at this now. It, it just, I just got on a little tear, yeah, and it just it just kept rolling, man. You, you know how it goes. All you guys, you know how it goes, and just. Uh, just worked out. It's, it's, it's kind of odd. I, I thought I was completely out, completely shot, and I was just trying to make the Force Wood Cup. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I do. I, I've been on those rolls, but mine only lasts like about three tournaments every five years. <laughs> so you're on this great roll that's lasted like your whole entire career. Like, I wish I could get on that like roll. 13, yeah. 13, 2014, yeah. 2016 Angler of the Year. Three times. Three it's, times. It, it's almost impossible. I, Andy, Andy, it's amazing. I, I'm watching these stats. I'm looking at – I went back and looked at your track record. And, like, your first ten years or so in the FLW, you were battling, you know, mm-hmm. tr- struggling – to uh, to really get to that level that you wanted to get to, yeah. and then something happened, man. <laughs> like it was year ten, you won like two hundred fifty thousand dollars that year, uh, and you jumped up in the top ten in the Angler of the Year, and you've mm-hmm. been there every single year since for like ten or eleven years. I, ha- what happened? I mean, can can you put your finger on what what made that change for you? No, I really can't. Uh, you're not the first to ask that, and I always have the same answer. Hell, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it just started working out, you know. I mean, you know, fish started biting. I started catching fish. It, uh, You know, I think it's kind of in everybody. It's just one of those things, I guess, you have to get somewhat comfortable. And, yeah. and I say that not knowing what comfortable is. But apparently I've kind of found that little niche. I know a lot of guys, you know, Van Dam, Dudley, Ike, a lot of people find that comfort, and they don't know where it is, but they're in it. I, I know it don't make a whole lot of sense, Yeah. but you just you find that level where everything you do, hey, you're comfortable with even pulling in and fishing a half a day, not even catching one. Somehow you still keep your cool, and you still keep pushing forward, and by the end of the day it seems like something miraculous has happened, but it does it over and over again. You're like, well, hell, I don't even know why that, you know, why I even caught anything today. I didn't even practice like that, or I didn't do this to practice. I didn't even have this in the boat until yesterday. Yeah. And it just, somehow your gut just kind of drags you through a day, uh, uh, three tournaments a season. It's just like you get comfortable with saying, you know, the hell with it. Either I'm going to catch some day or I'm not, and I'm good with that. Yeah. Well, you, you 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 seem to be very comfortable, and uh, and you talk about fishing fearless. I was reading some of your stuff, and I'm sure that it sounds like exactly what you're talking about. But you've ten years ago you 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 found another gear. Four mm-hmm. years ago you found another gear. <laughs> do we, do we, is there another gear coming? Do, what what's man. next? <laughs> you're scaring you're know, scaring man. us all, man. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of getting to the age now. My bones are starting to hurt a little more. The elbows and stuff are aching a little bit. It's, it's almost like I'm slowing down some. I do think smarter than I ever have. But physically, I can tell I'm just getting a little bit slower. I still got a pretty good eye. I can still cast pretty decent. But don't, it's just don't give me that garbage. Don't give me that garbage. This is Watson. <laughs> I told Ike earlier, you, you're on, dude, you're so healthy. And, and I told Ike earlier, I said, I once saw you catch 22 pounds out of the trash can at the gas station. <laughs> I mean, that's how good you are. <laughs> that's how good you are. <laughs> Oh, I, man, I don't know. I, I have to work at it more now, guys, than I ever have, though. I go to the gym. I try to keep everything moving, you know, just try not to sit around and get stale. And, you know, because we get, you know, some time off. Of course, we hunt like crazy, you know, when, in the fall. But uh, once this August kind of rolls out, and I don't fish much anymore. I mean, I, I, I hunt, and really, I, honest God, I don't even think about fishing until, like, January again, so... So kind of you, gives me a good reprieve. You kind of heal up, and you're ready to go the next year. Yeah, so you leave it. You leave it. So, Andy, when, when the C- FLW season's done, you're not mm-hmm. one of these guys that tries to keep fishing to stay in practice or stay in tune. No. You just leave it alone. Dude, dude when I, I mean, this is the honest God truth. When I unhook my boat in August, when I get down to the championship, I clean it out, I pay somebody to clean it up, and I do not touch it until the following season wow. i don't even consider touching it i mean it's for sale it's gone it's out the door and i'll order another boat and i'll rig it out and would, i go and fish again would I you jump in my boat and think take... about it and i swear i think that helps me probably as much as anything i do just to get away from it and start completely fresh right. with an open mind i don't keep waypoints i don't keep anything it's old i just i just let it all go Wow, that actually, I'm I'm glad you said that because that brings me to my next question. Uh, you know, and you touch on it already. For sure, you're one of the top what I call naturals in the sport. You fished a moment better than anyone out there, and, and that's a fact. But I want you to talk about, and and Watson and I were talking about this upstairs, dude. You keep it simple, you, and I mean that in a positive way. You you're one of the anglers that, dude. You don't carry. $100,000 worth of tackle in your boat, like Aaron Martins or or no. me, or me. I carry a lot. Dude, you keep it very, very simple. And in today's age, that's unheard of. You know what I mean? Like, it's about yeah. the newest, the best technique, the newest thing. You've got to have 30 uh, flambo boxes filled with stuff. But you don't take that approach. Tell, walk me through that a little bit. Um, keeping it simple, keeping the basics. Tell me a little bit about your strategy. Man, I, I really do. I, I try to keep it as simple as I possibly can. I, I started getting, you know, back years ago, I started learning more. Of course, you know, drop shot came around. All the West Coast tactics came to the East, and we all started learning different things. And some of that definitely I kept, and, you know, I keep it in my arsenal today. But the more that I learned and the more that I got away from the basics, the worse fisherman I was. I just I didn't right. get any better. Right. I just kind of stopped. You know, I'm like, you know what? I'm learning all this stuff, and I can do a little bit of all of it. But, damn, my finishes are getting worse every year. So I, I just went back to what I knew, and I'm like, you know, I'm going to try to find them the way that I know to fish. And that's, you know, pretty limited, uh, how I grew up fishing and how I like to fish. And it just kind of more or less started working out. And 
the sample, the, the more simple that I keep it, the easier it is for me to get through the day. Because I, honest to goodness, I hate going through fishing tackle. I hate digging through my truck for extra pack of worms because it's always at the bottom of the heap. I hate digging through all the tackle, retying rods, doing that. I kind of took Terry Scroggins' approach on changing line, too. I don't change it all that much. Wow. I leave her in the rod box, you know. Hey, if it was good enough for the last cast yesterday, it'll be good enough for the first cast in the morning. Wow. Morning, so yeah. Just, you know, I, I mean, of course, if it gets coily and it's all bad and stuff, yeah, I'm going to change it. But I just kind of, you know, just backed off. Honest to God, just backed off and just let it roll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I... Sample, I, sample. I think there's something to that, uh, and Pete, we've talked about this before about you know simplifying your your system, simplifying your tackle. There's definitely something to that. I I I, com- I agree. You, it gets complicated. You talked about simplifying, yeah. and what wh- what are your strengths? How, how are you dominating? What are the are you you flipping shallow water, bank burning? What what would you say are your strengths? You know, I, you know, I, I guess probably my main strength is probably going against the grain a little bit. Uh, you know, I mean, just several different tournaments. You know, if a bunch of guys are running up the river and up the river the bite's on, I'm going to try to go the other way and make something work. You know, kind of keep it in my wheelhouse, but I'm going to try to kind of make it work somewhere else that everybody's not. And that's probably been my biggest strength. You know, it's all with the simple strategy. You know, a jig, a worm, spinner bait, a crankbait. Of course, i got the drop shots and the shaky heads. I've got all that stuff in order the way I want it. But I don't have a ton of tackle to go through, so I keep my tackle selection pretty simple, and I try to kind of stay away from the hype. Yeah. And I, I, I don't do well fishing around other guys. I don't do well running into popular areas where there's 25 boats. I just always seem to come out there like at the bottom of the heap. Hell, I just quit trying. I said, I'll just go do my own deal somewhere else. And might not be quite as good, but, yeah. you know. I'm going to go fish that, and if I got it to myself, I don't have to have as many bass around to catch my share. How, how do you, Andy, how do you stay away from the hype before a tournament? Do you purposely tune out uh, pre-tournament results and research? You don't even look at any of that? Do you stay by no. yourself? How do you tune all that out? Uh, you know, i got a couple guys, Ramey Colson that I stay with, and Terry Bolton, and, you know, those guys are pretty simple, too. And they really, they don't get all fired up and read every little article and all the tournament results that come in. We take some basic knowledge. Uh, and I'll always have some basic knowledge. You know, hey, they're biting pretty good. It's like it took 22 pounds to win up here at Champlain last week in the buddy tournament. I, yeah, I take that in consideration. But, man, I don't study anything. Right. I, you know, if I look at anything at all, the only thing that I look at before I leave for a tournament, I usually start a couple weeks before I go if I have time, is the weather. You know, right. I kind of look at the weather and try to get, and you know how it works. You're trying to get in that weather weather pattern. That, hell, you know, if you're going to Texas this year, you've seen it was raining every two days, and the water more than likely is going to be muddy and high. You try to prepare that way, and and that's pretty much about it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, now, I, I want to jump back, and Pete, you mentioned it, talking about strengths. And uh, and for sure, you're probably the the modern day best flipper out there for sure. If I surveyed a hundred guys, they're they're gonna say Andy's the best flipper, modern day flipper. You had D. Thomas, Denny Brower, Tommy Biffle, and now you're at the top of the list. For, wow. for I'm telling you, you are. So for our listeners out there, tell it tell them one thing, one piece of advice that can make a guy a better flipper, a better pitcher with with that style, that technique. One piece of uh, advice. 
time, man, I've done that so much, so many days, you know, hour after hour after hour. I mean, it's just total practice on the technique. But, the, you know, the biggest factor is, it, I mean, if, you're, if, if that's what you're going to do and, and you really can't do anything else because your mind keeps coming back, all I'm going to do is flip, all I'm going to do is flip, you, you live by the sword and you die by the sword. You know, and I've seen yeah. Tommy do it. I've seen Denny do it. I've done it. Once you decide that's how you're going to fish and, and base a career, you know, you've got to be relentless at it, and you have to make that work sometimes when it doesn't even apply, if yeah. that makes any sense whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, it's just not going to work. But honestly, it's very, very few times. There's always a way to catch them the way you want to. you just got to keep looking. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I gotta, I go back and tell you a quick funny story, uh, and I don't even know if you remember this, Andy. This has gone back so, so far. Um, I want to put it in the early 2000s, and this is probably even before we actually. I think we kind of knew each other, but I don't even think we actually met yet at that point. But we were fishing. This is a great story. We were fishing a Lake Okeechobee tournament, and we were down in South Bay, and you know. And it was a flipping bite, flipping mats, and that technique was the big heavy weights was first starting to really hit. And I remember getting into an area, and uh, and two things on this story. The one was I remember seeing you flipping, and I'm like, mm-hmm. damn, he it just dude, you make it look good, smooth. like you, you just <laughs> make it look smooth. like really like smooth. Like I'm like, damn, I wish I could flip like that. But the other thing I remember. <laughs> Is that we kind of, I, I don't know, I kind of maybe moved in a little bit on an area that you were fishing. And boy, you let me have it, bro. You I didn't know. I surely know. I mean, I'm listening. <laughs> I've never, and, ever James, seen he let me that. have it. No and, way. And dude, that must Andy, you're a little intimidating because you're tall. You're a tall mother, man. And I'm like, oh, shit. No I'm way. Like, <laughs> I, I, I find that hard to believe. I'm telling you, it happened. I've never seen him. It not happened one. at Lake Okeechobee, FLW. How does Andy Morgan let you have it? He let me have it. He yeah. chased me out what of there. What did he say? I don't remember, but he's mad. <laughs> I've never seen him mad. I do remember that. They See? Like, that was many moons ago. Yeah. <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> I, and, and oh, yeah. You intimidated me out of there. i got to tell you, I left. <laughs> I don't think I came back the next day. <laughs> that area. Hell, I remember well, I remember you caught like 16 pounds or something that first night, and I had like 12. And I'm like, damn, here comes Ike in here. I just caught like a, well, I think I caught like a 10-pounder right before that. Actually, it was a 9.15. I had just caught it like a 4-pounder. I'm like, God, I got like 25 pounds. Yeah, that I do remember. You was easing on around food. I said, uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> Turn around. I'm going to cut you. It's <laughs> uh, awesome, man. That's too fun. It's awesome. I remember. Now, let me, uh, i, I got to clear up another rumor here. And I've heard this mm-hmm. rumor multiple times, so you got to confirm or deny this. Is it true that you'd rather hunt to do, than rather hunt than do anything in the world? And is it true that you only fish to finance your hunting obsession? <laughs> are those true you know honestly it, it, that's pretty true there's a lot of truth in that now but i do i love to fish bass tournaments okay yeah now for me to go out to lake chickamauga i live right here i mean i could throw two casts and throw my line in there right now for me to just go out and catch a bunch of fish I, that's not me anymore i've caught a lot of fish i've done the deal and that's that's fine but I love to fish bass tournaments. 
I like the competition. I like the challenge. But as far as the hunting and fishing goes, yes, I do love to hunt probably way more than I like to fish. And I do use fishing. It does finance everything I do, but especially my damn hunting. No (laughs) doubt. (laughs) So, yeah, that's about 98% true. So, yes. I have an is it true. Is it is it true that the FLW anglers are way more talented than the elite anglers? <laughs> well, wow. hell, you could ask wow. me that question. Wow. I'm just going to say I, yes. You, you don't know the times I've been asked that. I'm like, well, everybody catches them. I said, it don't matter who's there. You still got to catch some bass. <laughs> don't matter who shows up. You still have to weigh some in. So that's a no comment. So we, we were joking before you came on. Uh, I, think the, I think we were off camera at the time. You know, we were talking about, man, we, man, please don't let Andy ever come to Bass. Stay over in FLW. Yeah. But every time one of the FLW guys, start, you know, a lot of you guys have been coming over. Dude, it's, I'm telling you, you guys can catch them. Mike McClellan, when Christy qualified, yeah, Mike McClellan and I are pretty good Andy. friends. And Mike said, well, James, you know, he'll see it's just a little bit different over here. And I said, Mike, I, I appreciate what you're saying. I said, but you're getting ready to have an ass whooping like you've never had before. <laughs> yeah. and, and 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 they and then Mike Mike, you know how calm and oh, yeah. his demeanor. And he's like, well, well, you know, we'll see. It's a little bit different, and tougher over here. Yeah. And a year later, I'm talking to Mike. He says, you can take that Indian back anytime. Now. <laughs> <laughs> see, I had I had the opposite reaction when I knew Jason was coming over. I actually wept. Yes. I cried oh, yeah. for like oh, an yeah. hour. Yeah, there's a paycheck slot yeah. gone away. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of checks I'm losing because of that right there. When I called him, he told me that, and I was, I was, thank you, God. There is a God. Jason's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Golly, boom. Yeah, I mean, dude, there's a lot of good fishermen in there. There's, I mean, just hell, local guys. Just around, not, don't even fish big tournaments. Dude, there's some hammers around this country. Yeah. I know a lot of guys that you wouldn't want to fish against every day. Yeah. And they're not necessarily fishing in any professional permits. And you guys do, too. Yeah, we've we've got one right here that's our own producer, Brian the Carpenter. Dude, he catches, if you're at a carp tournament in South Jersey, boy, he can catch some carp. I tell you. Doesn't even use corn. Hey, yeah, he doesn't even have to use corn. He can just snag them with a bare hook, man. He's a badass stick when it comes to carp. Uh, Andy, tell us, tell us a little bit. For our viewers that, that uh, don't know you from your show, tell us a little bit about the hunting, the show, the hit list you've got. Tell us about your experience and, and where they can find it and all that stuff. Well, you know, we started out with, with that show. It, Mike Alt produced a show, which is now, I don't know if y'all know, but it's off the air now. That, that's been sold out and gone, so we're kind of... Uh, <laughs> I didn't know just that. Going hunting. Brian! Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> is there a new show? So we're just going hunting this fall, which is going to be a nice thing. But, oh, but that was one hell of an experience. Uh, I, I know from doing, I've done a few fishing shows with some guys and what have you, and to... <laughs> Produce a hunting show and have something on there that people are going to watch, which is at the end, is a dead animal. I mean, you got, if you have a hunting show, you got to have something getting shot at the end. There's no question about that. <laughs> it took so much time, so much energy, so much effort. I fell in love with it. I'm like, this is just like fishing a bass tournament. Yeah. This is like, this is some cool shit. Yeah. yeah I mean, this is what I want to do all fall because it's a challenge to get in there and get cameras set up, get the cameraman set up, get the hunter set up where you can film all this, where everything looks good, and make it happen on something that don't want you killing you. 
something that's pretty wary. You know, a white-tailed deer is pretty tough, and, you know, we didn't elk, mule deer, et cetera, but the whitetail was the main ingredient. Uh, man, it was a challenge. I learned a lot from that, and pretty dang humbling, too, because everything you do, the camera's on. It's on record. Yeah. Hit, miss, cuss, fight, whatever it is, it's right there. It's all real, so it was... Uh, it was a good experience. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. And I, I'll miss it this fall. That's awesome. Yeah, Pete, what do you got? I see. Uh, no, I, I was telling you that Brian had his hand up. Oh, but Brian. I do have a I do have a question for you, Andy. The mm-hmm. nets, right? We watch the nets on uh, on the FLW tournaments. It looks awkward. I watched the guy drop a net in the water. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, it just. Uh, how do you feel about nets? I mean, I it, hate them. Do you hate them? I hate them. Would you, you I like, wish we got what done away with them. I, I I hate carrying it. It's cumbersome. There's something always stuck in it. Usually my feet when I'm trying to run to the front deck. <laughs> but it is a advantage when you get a fish, especially on a you know multi hook bait, yeah. jerk bait, crank bait, summertime fish. He's jumping three feet in the air. It's a three and a half pound smallmouth. If you've got a net, a lot of times you're going to get that fish. I know you guys on the elite side, you lose some fish at the boat every once in a while. That is horrifying. Right. Don't get me wrong, that's horrifying to lose one that you touch. But it's an equal advantage if nobody has a net. Now, yeah. I would rather do away with a net, and that's just completely gone. Yeah. I, I have another observation. This is for you and James and, and, and you, of course, Andy. People are getting careless with their live wells. Have you guys noticed this? They flip them live wells open, and it's just yep. asking them fish to jump out of just there. Just leaving them open. Just leaving yeah. them open, yes. culling. Yes. What are, what are, I've you, seen a little what bit are these guys that. thinking? I don't know. The, I, the bass. I don't know, dude. I've never lost one jumping out of the live well because I'm so freaking paranoid. I'm paranoid culling that I count them like three times before I get back. Especially like a ledge tournament, you're catching one every throw. You could screw up really quick yeah. and and put yourself in the DQ slot. So I'm always paranoid, super paranoid about one jumping out. I had one jump out on the back deck at Kentucky Lake, and dude, I cracked my live well. I don't open it. Wow. I cracked my live well yep. and reached in there and got one out on a cold buoy. And I had about a three and a half in there that was not on a cold boot because I didn't figure I would cull it. And I cracked it, and that dude shot out there like a rocket. Of course, I beat him back down into submission. And got him back in there, but he <laughs> <laughs> scared the hell out of yeah. me. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm, no, I do not leave the live wheel. I, I am waiting for the camera to capture one of those guys jumping out. Another I, it's going to happen. Another Jim Bitter moment yeah. caught on oh, film. Lord. Brian the Carpenter. Exactly. Bri- our very exactly. own Brian the Carpenter has had it happen and has lost an event because what? of it. Brian, do you want to do you want to <clears throat> talk about that wow. real quick? Yeah, we actually have a witness. Dave, was that you or oh, Mike? I witnessed the whole thing. It All was right, one of the best days of my life. <laughs> <laughs> you tell it, Dave. This, oh, was, right. a t- this was a club tournament so back in the day. This is a club tournament. This First one ever. This is a long time ago. So our, this is our inaugural club tournament on Woodbury Lake. Top Rod Bassmasters. Top Rod Bassmasters. Our live wells were coolers with portable <laughs> aerators in them. Sweet. <laughs> and it was a tough tournament, and Brian had a three pounder, and I watched him pop through the lid and shoot right out of the, right out of the cooler, right into the water. <laughs> oh my God. And Andy, you don't know, but our Brian has a temper unlike anything you've seen. Not tr- stop. And uh, oh my God, man, just to see and look the at bus. the feet on his face. I know he left early. I remember that you left. The turret was over at like two, and you left at like noon. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I did. I, and, I, and it fluttered too. It was like. Like right <laughs> no, but but oh, the boy. the other thing is, right after that happened, I had one on a spinnerbait come up and jump and 
throw me. Oh my god! And you what? You ended up winning that with one fish. One fish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One fish. Oh it was like the, it was like Pittsburgh uh, yeah. the FLW championship. Yeah. I had your ass whooped. <laughs> one fish. All right, uh, Andy. We've got two. Uh, this is kind of a, a abbreviated version of uh, of we do these questions for all our guests. So I've got two for you, and they're they're uh, they're just simple questions. And the first one, mm-hmm. who's funnier, James Watson or Gerald Swindle? <laughs> now we got us a toss up right there. Is it, are we looking into the G-rated stuff, PG, R-rated? What are we looking for? Across the across the R to board. X, R to X. Across the board, we're going. We're across the board. Oh, son, I don't know, boy. Gerald's pretty tough to beat, James. I he hate is. to tell you that. He son. is. He's tough to beat. I, I can't argue. Okay, that. so we're going I with James for that, that one. Okay, and the final question: Who is a better shot when hunting, Gerald Swindle or you? Oh, oh, shit, boys, you like oh. to ask a tougher one than that. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew oh, it. Andy. Oh, Andy's a better shot. Ah, Gerald. Wow. Up yours. Up yours, Swindle. G's at home watching right now, and he's just crying. He's just, he's just oh, crying yeah. right now. Yeah. He's chomping at the bits. He'll get me back. I promise you that. <laughs> oh, man. Probably even tonight. Probably tonight. Oh, yeah. yeah. You never More know. Likely. You never know. Well, Andy, we're going to let you go. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for taking time out of that Sunset Net beer for joining us <laughs> on Ike Live. Great year, Andy. Uh, yeah, Great congratulations year. again. Congratulations. Super awesome. year. The Congrats. GOAT. The GOAT. The GOAT. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you, guys. That means a lot. I do appreciate it, and I've enjoyed the show. We appreciate it. Andy Morgan, everybody. Yeah. I feel like I can catch him better right wow. now. <laughs> Just talking to Just him. Just talking to him. Makes you catch him more. Yeah. He Just puts like you that. at ease. I've got glow on me from Ooh, Andy. Yeah. Yep. It's awesome. Yeah. That's it. I'm ripping all that stuff out of my boat tonight. Dude. You don't need it. As I get home. Dude, Drop it's amazing. Self. And yeah. I've seen it before with guys that we know. Uh, Dave, uh, Dave Patanowicz Jr., Jr., Kept it simple. Yeah. Freaking brown paper bag. For years, kicked everybody's ass out of a brown paper bag. And he does it, too. Yep. George, crazy. George Cochran won a pair of classics and uh, a couple FLW championships at fishing out of a Walmart bag. Yep. That's does, crazy. Does uh, Andy Morgan glow Sitting show up down. under blacklight? Yep. Oh, as splatters? Oh, you said it was on you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Is it Ooh. 9 o'clock? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Is it 9 o'clock? I have Andy's seed, seed all yeah. over my yeah. body. We're getting to the bottom of this. I'm showering in his seed. Oh, come on, man. That, oh, that Petty's Island rum is flowing. It is. It is. Uh, yeah, and we need the bottle in here to actually. We'll talk about it when we come back. Brian DeCarpe, do you want to take a small break? No. No, you don't. No, we're going to dial up our next guest. We are. Yeah, real quick. Okay, I thought we were breaking all these segments. We're not. He's a sadist. This is part of that. This is part of that. Okay. Uh, so, so talk uh, briefly. Okay. And so, I'm get him right on the. So phone. let me, uh, l- let me, let me get straight here. We're gonna, we're gonna roll on the next guest. Then we're gonna take a break. Then when we come back, we're gonna do the after hours segment, which oh, we after. can really start to have some fun. All okay. Right. Uh, let me. Uh, this is a good time, and, and let me thank everybody for watching tonight, for tuning in to Ike Live. Let me remind you, we want to hear from you. Lots of ways to get in touch with the show. Right there on your instant messaging screen, right there next to your uh, to the right. Uh, you can also hit us up on social media, at Ike Live Show. And starting at after hours, we're going to have the toll-free number up on the screen, and you can call. We want to hear from you on, on the phone. Uh, let me uh, get caught up here and remind you of some big things going on. Pete, I want to. I want you to chime in on this too. Let me start and remind everybody about 
the Ike Foundation charity event happening on the Delaware River August 6th out of the Camden Waterfront. Uh, big tournament. Uh, we're making announcements every week. The tournament's getting bigger and better. You can go to the ikefoundation.org for information on the event. Lots of ways to get involved. If you don't have a boat, you're a rider, you're a co-angler, and you want to fish with one of the top pros in the country, we've got 20 elite guys, celebrities, athletes fishing this event. If you want to ride along and be a, uh, fish as a team with one of these guys, sign up. There's a way to sign up as a rider. If you're a boater and you want to compete, and we've got great prizes, a fully rigged Bass Cat boat, first place prize, a X-Mark, top-of-the-line X-Mark lawnmower, second place prize. Awesome. And third place prize to be announced, valued at $5,000, coming up. Lots of great prizes coming up, plus a big bass event. Mm-hmm. Just found out that Dave Smith from uh, from uh, Mid, 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 what's Dave's company? It's trophy company. Yeah, what's Dave's company? Where's Becky? She's still back there? She leave? She left. Is it Midwest Trophy? I can't remember. Bunch of losers yeah, right real now. That's real awesome. I know. Where, where's the... Uh, that's, that's pretty right on big par with Smith. a canceled show you're talking to the guy about. <laughs> <laughs> losers. You know, our old sponsor. We were about that new that Baywatch hey, episode. We, <laughs> we remember Dave Smith, and he's, he's great, and yeah. we appreciate him. And one of the and, most amazing trophy companies in the world, and I saw the trophies. Yes. Trophies are amazing. And they are amazing. Okay, so you can enter as a boater. Uh, also, just okay. attend the event, right? From 11 to 2, we're having a family fun festival. Mm-hmm. We've got kids casting. We've got music. We've got face painting. We've got food trucks. And, of course, we've got beer supplied by Yards Brewery. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Yards for supplying yeah. the beer. Yeah, shout out to Yards. And then the final way, the weigh-ins at 2, and then starting at 4, we're going to have a charity dinner with all the pros and a silent auction and there's ways that you could just get a ticket for the dinner and come and mingle with the pros all for the purpose of getting rods and reels into the hands of the underprivileged kids around the country yeah getting more kids fishing yeah do you have any videos of these poor kids with the equipment yet or are you working on that the video of the like poor the kids. kids. Yeah, like, oh know, yeah, yeah. Kids. We got we got some video. We got some stuff. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll have some of that stuff. Something posted. something of concern. Yes. The uh, one of the local uh, fishermen on the Delaware River that 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 would be considered a local favorite. Yeah. Uh, just recently won this weekend. Wow. Mike Centaur won the Delaware River tournament. Wow. With a small limit. A surprisingly small limit of nine pounds. The river was uh, showing its toughness this weekend, but uh, but congratulations, hey Mike, Mike. Don't start counting that money yet, punk. Peter <laughs> right. Carpenter Maloney might have something for that, bro. <laughs> it's going to be a tough mountain. Climb. I, I got to tell you, we've got 20 uh, boaters signed up already, and a lot of them are sticks, man. So you know, you've got Mike, who's probably the best guy out there. You've got you guys. But I'm seeing a lot of names that there's I see. There's a lot of young. There's there's a new crew. There's a lot yeah. of young talent going to be fishing there's this There's some event. new river rats out there. So it's going to be a tough one to win. This yeah. isn't an easy showing for any of you guys. Nah, not wow. at all. It's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a big tournament, too. It's going to be 50, 60 boat tournament. Probably. I mean, we're, we're at we're at 20, a little over 20, and yeah. we're two or three weeks away. So, yeah. you know, a l- little less than a month away. So I think we're going to end up with about 40 or 50 boats. So it's yeah. going to be... It's going to be interesting to yeah. see that's how, big how it shakes for, That's out. big for us. I know yeah. you get like 900 boats up, <laughs> out in Missouri. But, uh, <laughs> Missouri. I do remember a 600-boat tournament. Whoa. It was 
oh, uh, Olympia beer. Yeah. Remember the Olympia yeah, beer? I do remember called that. Called the Ole. They used to have that in the late 70s, early 80s on Table Rock. Mm-hmm. And they'd get, uh, on, and Bull Shoals, if I'm not mistaken, 600, 600 boats. boats. Wow. That's unbelievable. Uh, also, uh, want to let you know that uh, ICAST is next week. And uh, a lot of us sitting here in the room will be at ICAST next week. And coming back the following Sunday, which is, what was that date, Bry? 17th. The uh, 17th of July, we will have the Ike Live ICAST review with special guests from Mullocks, Italian guys coming in. The Mullocks To boys. sit in studio. Pupilamo. Yeah, Pupilamo <laughs> is going to be here in studio. Uh, so that's a great deal. What, and then. one? What's that? When's that show? Uh, July, what'd you say, Brian? 17th? Well, today's the 10th. 10th, 17th. That's oh, so next week. Next Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Dave's already, th- you got a gardening class that night? <laughs> you got to get out of <laughs> it. Me and the 90-year-olds got a hot date. <laughs> hot date. Uh, Pete, catch us up with Bash University. What's going on with BU, uh, BU TV? Yeah, BU, BU TV is busy uh, putting shows together for next year. Uh, we'll be letting you know on dates and locations. Keep checking that at bashuniversity.com. Uh, sign up for our newsletter. We're going to be notifying everybody once our classes are placed. We're going to have them all over the country as usual, so definitely check that out. Your video uh, on your recent seminar that was released Did last Thursday. Did you say Thursday, Euretha? <laughs> your, your teaser video uh, on, on your Euretha. seminar received uh, some of the highest hits that we've seen wow. on Bash University Thank TV. You. Uh, so check it out. We have brand new, um, brand new video content, brand new instructional stuff coming out every week, every Thursday. We announce it, uh, and and we release those videos live. You can subscribe at thebashuniversity.com backslash TV. So go check that out, and uh, we got a lot, a lot of great new stuff coming for next year. Cool, that's awesome. All right, uh, Brian DeCarpenter, just got a little note. Uh, cut it, cut it, shh, shh, cut it, cut it from Brian. I uh, know what that means. Know what uh, that means, bud. Uh, we've got uh, another very special guest. What a night, by the way. Yes. What a night. James on the couch. James. Making it crazy. James. Andy on the phone. Life. Making it crazy. <laughs> and we've got Big. another great guest joining us on the phone. Right, Bri? That's right. And I think we've got him now. Uh, let's let's welcome him to the show. Recent winner on Lake Oneida, the first Northern Bass Open. And if he makes the next couple events, if he shows up. He's going to be a classic competitor on Lake Conroe. I think he's going to show up. I'm pretty sure he's going to show up. We're going to talk to him about that in a second. Uh, joining us, I think he's from home, we're going to ask him, is Will Hardy, everybody. What's going on, man? What's going on? Hey, how you doing tonight? Oh, man, I'm doing good. I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie to you, man. I've been uh, talking to you all on the radio. With, uh, oh, man, all the big hitters in there, man. I'm going to tell you, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely crazy. It's something I couldn't see myself doing a, a couple years ago. I always wanted to, but, man, it's to actually be here. That that that's awesome. Well, thanks for joining us. Now, I I got to ask you. You know, the first thing I want to know because I know what the answer to this is going to be. But have you come down yet from the high of this win? Are you still? Do you still have the trophy? Are you sleeping with it in bed? Are you? Oh man, no doubt, man. It, it, it sits in the front seat with me. It goes everywhere. I go. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. I you know I, I I would. I mean, I can tell you like the first big event I ever won. I think you know I won. Uh, 
going back to like even my federation days. I remember my first federation tournament I won. Dude, I kept that trophy next to me for weeks. I'd like dry hump it in the middle of the night. I mean, I just it was awesome. It took it took forever for it to calm down. But you have that oh, man. you have that going on right now a little bit. Oh, definitely, definitely. But man, you know, I, I can't tell you which one is bigger. Like like the high from from winning or the high from knowing that. In a couple of months, I'm gonna be going to the classic. I mean, yeah. something. I, I mean, that is a like I said, a dream I've had for forever to actually that actually be happening. Like it's still kind of surreal. Like so, I don't I don't know which one is better. The the fact that I won or that I'm going to the classic. I mean, that's it's unbelievable. Yeah, well, it, it, it's uh, it's an awesome opportunity, and uh, and and you did great. Uh, t- t- let's jump into it, man. I got to tell you, it was um, very impressive win. On Oneida last week, you know, 200 boats for the viewers that are watching that don't know, a huge field, mm-hmm. 200 boats on a lake that's not very big. You know, Oneida uh, isn't a huge lake, and uh, I, I got to tell you, it was an amazing win, a very dominant win, and even more so to me because I got to watch it happen every day, uh, <laughs> which was really amazing. Um, to talk, talk to us a little and tell our viewers. Walk us through how you found those fish and a little bit of why you selected the baits that you decided to fish. Well, actually, what happened was was last year. You know, it wasn't. You know, this the, the year before this tournament. I was out there, and you know, I was catching. I was catching a bunch. Of, I wasn't catching a bunch of fish, but I was. You know, the, the handful of better ones I was fishing just that outside grass, just like some. You know, if you could find, like, a big, flat area or whatever, and then you'd have where that grass would come out, and you'd just have, like, little isolated patches of that stuff. And where the, you know, kind of like points, you know, there's not a lot of points out there, but if, it, if, if you know, if your contour lines, you find a little point out there where the grass comes out. That's kind of where I was catching most of my fish last year, too. And, you know, I, I hit a whole bunch of them, and, and I ended up kind of the same thing as this year. I would catch, I caught all my fish last year off of one spot. I mean, it was just, it seems like those, smallmouth really just they move in and move out move yeah. in and move out and you know it seemed like if i tried to hit a whole bunch of spots i my luck i missed them every time so i, I decided you know just the best thing to do was stay in one spot well yeah. mm-hmm. i ended up never fishing it last year I, I i caught one or two off of it and i never went back well this year i decided to check it and uh man i mean it was the the friday before the tournament so i was kind of you know i wanted to see kind of what the deal was and i, I went out there and, and checked it and I figured it was early enough that anything I caught really would be fine by the time the tournament came around. So I, I think I caught like five fish there in like ten minutes. I mean, it was it was ridiculous. So I never caught anything huge, you know. I never caught any four pounders out there, but I mean, I caught a bunch of just two and a half, two and three quarter, three pounders. So I was like, well, you know, if at worst case I can come here and get a limit, you know. And I mean, I fished being there that early. I fished a million other places. I mean, I had more waypoints on my graft and I mean it was incredible and the first day of the tournament I decided well you know I wanted to get a limit early and then that way I could hit every other spot I had and if only five of them had one three and a half pounder on it you know I'd be I'd be all right yeah well I get there and I mean within probably an hour and a half I had I had my 17 and a half pounds and decided to go on ahead and, and go out and hit all my other stuff, and, and I never caught anything anywhere else, which really, really, really scared me. So, uh, man, and after that, I decided that if uh, if that's how it was going to be, being you know, that was uh, might as well just sit there and pound it out. I mean, I didn't want to, I didn't want to go up there and 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 
catch five fish, catch you know, 15, 16 pounds or whatever off of that one spot and then miss the cut by four ounces and kick myself in the butt for it. I figured if, uh, if I heard them all Friday, then, you know, the worst I could do Saturday was 12. So, yeah. Uh, that was kind of going into it, but shoot, it ended up holding out, man. I got we get really lucky with that. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was I got to tell you, it was an incredible school, you know. And I, I had a similar experience. I I went and found that area or checked that area. Um, the uh, let, let's see, it was the Tuesday before the event, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I think I told you this in line one one day. Um, the first day, yeah. The first day, I hooked a fish there in practice, and when I was reeling it in. Dude, there was a fucking cloud of smallmouth, like two to three, three and a half, like uh, there are 20 or 30 behind the one I was reeling in. And you know, that, that, when I do that and I find those spots, they're what I call those mega schools, you know? Oh, it was a ton of them, dude. It was was ridiculous. That that was a truly special area. Now here, I want to jump right into this because I had, I've been wanting to know this since we left there. Um, okay. We shared that school, and and big shout out to you, Will, for we did a great job working together, you know, and and I appreciate that on that spot. Oh, hey, man, I appreciate it as much as you do. It's not a little bit more, man. I, I really do. No, it, uh, I, I do. It, it was it was great. It was fun sharing that area with you for three days. But how the hell did you kick my ass on that spot? How'd you do I'm it? Be, I'm gonna be honest with you, and this is there's, I don't know. I really, I really, <laughs> to be completely honest with you, I have no The only thing I can, I, I'll be honest with you, the thing that was kind of crazy was, my dad didn't get, my dad comes to all these tournaments, and uh, he didn't get to come up until the last day for this one, but it was, uh, I think it was the, the Wednesday night, and we were sitting there on the phone talking about it, and I was like, man, you know, I was telling him I think I can go around, and I might not be able to check them all in one spot, but I said I can go around and mess around, and I didn't get a check or whatever. He said, well, he can look. He said, it's one of them deals, like I can know, said, man, he said, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And I'm going to be honest with you, that's about the only thing I can really tell you about that deal. I mean, like I said, I, I like, I boat flipped every fish. I never, I never, I never hooked and lost a fish. I never broke a fish off. I mean, yeah. I think it was just one of those times where everything just lined up. I mean, because I had, I mean, I don't know. I'll be completely honest with you. I have no clue. Yeah, I, 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 I was wondering the same thing. I was wondering the same thing. I was like, man, he's right there. How? Like, what? What? What am I doing differently? Because it, yeah. it happened three days. It wasn't like. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, you you consistent. Yeah, you consistently caught a better grade of fish, and you know, I I honestly from from being a bystander, from being a witness to it, I think you were just dialed in better. You know, and it, it's hard to explain. You know, I know a lot of our viewers and listeners are, are thinking, you know, how can you be dialed in better? But, you know, I think you, you were, like, with, with the Carolina rig technique, and we were both using it, but yeah, you were more dialed in to how to throw that bait, how to present it, the the, the drifts, you know, the, the right. correct casts, like... You were absolutely more dialed in than I than I was on that school, and I I could well, see it, you know. Yeah, well, well, like you said, you know, it's one of them deals where, like you said, people don't really understand until you're there. Right. Because I didn't. You, if you'd have asked me, if you'd have told me that, I mean, like everybody else has told me that, like friggin' years of doing this, man. Like, oh, you know, when you get dialed in and it happens, it happens, everything works out, and I'm like, all right, you know what? I've done this forever. Y'all are crazy. That. That does not happen. And then when it happens, it clicks, and you're like, wow, this is what everybody was talking about. And it's, I mean, you're right. I mean, it's, it just kind of, 
it just all works out, man. Like you said, the, you get a you get dialed into the to the uh, you know the way you drag it, the, you know the speed of everything. The way, yeah. you know it's it you're a hundred percent. Yeah. Well, you know, congratulations on a great win. I really don't want to talk about Lake Oneida anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that lake has been horrible to me. But I'm, I'm so proud of you and happy for you for, uh, for getting that win. And um, it's not really known that maybe you and Mike were fishing next to each other. It must be really cool when you're talking to your buddies. Yeah, I put the beat down on Ike and Ellie. <laughs> You know, you know, it's kind of. I mean, I'll be completely honest with you. Not because he's he's sitting right there, or we're talking. Man, I'm gonna tell you, I like I told everybody else. If 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 he had wanted to be anybody else, I, he could have he could have screwed the tournament up for both of us. You know what I mean? I mean, I I mean, honestly, I got nothing but but good stuff to say. I mean, even you know, he could have been more just aggressive, like not even done anything wrong, but still. You know, tried mm. to you know tried to move in a little bit closer, yeah. tried to you know what I'm saying, yeah. and could have could have messed it up for both of us. You know, neither of us could have could have made the top twelve if if it would have been a me against him instead of we both fish and but you know what yeah. I'm saying. It, 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 he definitely I I appreciate it more than anything. I mean, I it, it was def- it meant a lot to me to be completely honest. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting that you say that because I I struggled with that that week in that you could not fish the the areas and that the way that you wanted for the fishing oh, no. for hey, the fishing pressure everywhere. right yeah. you you oh, man. you run a you try to drift when the wind was blowing hard or you try to get your your setups right and you just couldn't yeah. you had drop nope. you had drop shotters planted like <laughs> anchors all around <laughs> certain everywhere, areas man and, uh, and you just could not fish yeah. so the fact that you two were able to work together yeah and that that uh well it got you both in the top yeah. twelve no it, it yeah, was man, it, it, it was really cool. It was it was a great experience, and I think, uh, y- you know, that's how it should happen. You know, when, right. when two guys find a spot, that's the great example of how how you should work together mm-hmm. over the course of a couple days in an event. Here, here's the other thing. I want to switch this real quick, and I know, uh, uh, Dave, I know you've got some questions for Will, too. Uh, but the other thing I noticed, and I, I, I want to know how you did this, because it, it really, uh, I was in awe about it. Um, you know, you're a, you're a young guy. You know, you're going into that last day, potential to win your first big event and make the Bassmaster Classic. And I'm thinking back to when, you know, if that was me, I'm like, dude, I'd have been a I'd have been a nervous wreck, dude. I'd have been jittery yeah. and uptight, and you got camera boats on you. And I I watched. You know, we're close enough that we could see each other the whole day. And dude, you were, dude, you were calm and cool, dude. I mean, I. Dude, you, it was like you were. It's like you were fishing a club derby with five boats. How, <laughs> well, how did you do that? Well, I, like I said, man, honestly, it was kind of one of them deals to where I've never. Me and Dad have talked about it, and a couple, you know, man, if I ever make a top twelve, you know, hey, I'm a, I ain't gonna worry about it because the worst I can do is twelve. You know, coins are still good, money's still good, man. You know, you can't try to just try to enjoy it. But I mean, really, that's kind of it. I figured I had. What I told a million people, I've told a million people this, man. I have fished so much harder to finish, like, triple digits. I have fished my butt off to finish 100, you know, to finish 90, you know. And and when it just kind of all clicked and everything just worked out, I mean, I knew that if if it was my turn to win, if if I had tried that hard for two days, 
then this day was going to work out. You know what I mean? I had yeah. one spot. That was it. I had one spot. And now I'm going to be wow. completely honest with you. <laughs> yeah. I know you was close enough to see me, but uh, they did not bite as good for me. The first, I mean, I mean, obviously, you know, people don't don't know, you know, because the the end result happened the way that it did. But they didn't bite as good as I had hoped, and I had felt that they had the the two days before. So when uh when I had been there for like an hour and only had like two or three fish, I was I was getting nervous. I promise <laughs> you, but but yeah. I also knew that there was nowhere else for me to go. Right. You know, I it, it, that spot had gotten me gotten me to the third day i wasn't gonna leave it, yeah you know, especially with the way the weather and everything was so i i kind of just kind of came to grips with the fact that i was either gonna win because i was supposed to or i wasn't you know right what uh what i did really wasn't gonna affect it I, right. I could i could stress out about it if i wanted to and the only thing that was gonna do was you know make me gray that's about it i can't i couldn't really do anything about it right Great, great strategy. Great, great mentality. Uh, Dave, I know you've got some questions for Will. What do you got? Yeah. Hey, Will, or should I say James? <laughs> From 2010 to 2013, your Angler of the Year standings were 137th, 108th, 136th, and 159th. What was with the name change? I mean, do you attribute your newfound success to changing your name, or what's the story behind that? I'm sorry. You kind of. It's kind of kind of hard to hear. Period. <laughs> Couldn't hear you, Dave. All right. How about how about now? How about now? Oh, that's perfect. All that's right. Perfect. Thank What's you. Up? All right. So, in two, between 2010 and 2013, you were 137th, 108th, 136th, and 159th in your angle of the year standings. Do you think your your name change had something to do with your newfound success? Oh, I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's just really it's man, it's just getting out there. I mean, it's really. My dad, you know, me and dad talked about it as far as getting out here and doing it. I saw it on TV one time, dude, honestly, and I was like, man, I really want to do this. And dad was like, well, hey, look, when you get old enough, you're, we'll go do it. And I didn't have, like, dad didn't really fish the lake. So it was, we kind of pond fished around a little bit. So I really never, I, my base in fishing was co-angler in the BFL and in the in the uh, series and stuff like that for FLW. And really, I think it just took me that, I mean, it just takes me that long to, to, to start trying to figure stuff out, and that in no means, no way means that I have that dad to figure it out at all. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? It, it just my base for tournament fishing came from traveling and fishing, not necessarily fishing clubs and stuff back home. So I think that was just it. It just took that many years to, you know, I'm a slow learner. <laughs> so was the name change possibly to get out of a Pro Web Live sponsorship? Pro. <laughs> Pro what now? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that was funny. The other part wasn't funny, but the pro web live thing is funny. I'm just trying to figure out. Well, we were just trying to figure out why you changed your name. Uh, well, oh, hey, well, that's my name on my my driver's license. Is my name on my name on my driver's license, but everybody calls me here. Gotcha. I didn't we, like call. Yeah, yeah. It was that's my. That's my legal name. Yeah, yeah, we just weren't sure if you had some baby mama things you were dodging or what was going on there. <laughs> baby oh, no. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> oh, it was, it was, uh, I was tired of being James. It's not, my, it's not my name. It's not what anybody else does. Copy that. Will, what do you have against the name James? That's yeah. what I said. I just, what the hell? Just grow up, man. Everybody call me Will. So. <laughs> 
James, James, the real James Watson here is yeah, probably dude. mad at that, right? Yeah, I was like, hell, what's wrong with that? Dude, biblical. Saying, man, My name's biblical. Man, he's got it good. I, I just couldn't pull it off. I couldn't pull it off. <laughs> uh, that's funny. All right, now let's get back to the serious questions. Uh, cl- classic is, you know, for sure, I, I know we talked about it, that's an amazing, amazing thing. It's coming up. That's, uh, that's going to be the world championship coming up for you. What's next? Uh, can, can, you, can you top what just happened? You won an event, made the Classic. What's next for you? Well, to be honest with you, I mean, next is I would really, you know, James and Cha- the James and Champlain. I mean, really, that's kind of, to me, that's more next than, than the Classic. You know, I right. mean, making the Elite and, and fishing the Elite, man, that's what... That's kind of been the dream since uh, since I've started, really. So that's uh, making them two. You know, if I can hopefully make a top thirty in the next two, I guess I don't. I don't really know what it's going to take. You know, I guess nobody really does. In, yeah. uh, in the northerns, but that's that's the ultimate goal. I mean, the, yeah. the classic and winning was icing on the cake, but but the you know doing this is is for the elite. That's the plan. Yeah. Now, see, that's awesome because wow. I think a lot of guys. Would have assumed, you know, you win, you win a tournament, you know, you just, man, just show up. Who cares, right. you know? But you're, oh, you've no. got, you've got your sights on making the elites. Yes, sir. That's it, man. And I wow. got, I got, like I said, I, I got lucky with, 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 with the win. I mean, not, that, I mean, you know, lucky, you know, whatever. But that's, I mean, really, being that high, I gotta have a good, a good step. So uh, the, uh, it's, it's in my court, I guess, at this point. To, to go up there and practice, and the James kicks my butt, man, every year. I, oof, it hurts my feelings most of the time. But I think <laughs> if I can, if I can get through the James, Champlain should be all right. Right. Yeah. Well, well you, will, you, will you call the James the Will? <laughs> Good question. You should consider it. That's fun. That's cute. That's cute. Well, you're yeah, you're 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 you are currently leading the points, the anger of the year race. So you're in the best possible spot, Will. You really are. Oh yeah. You know, I wish I wish you the best of luck in the, in making it to the elites. That'll be. Uh, are you are you prepared to make the jump? I mean, what? You're in the classic already. If you if make, I'm prepared. I mean, man, I don't know. That's, I mean, they they do give I you honestly feel prepared. Like, am I a good enough angler to to make it to the elite? Man, I, I don't know. I mean, I really don't. I mean, I, I I just want an event, but I mean, at the same time, if you look at my record, I you know I don't know. But if uh, no, I, I was thinking, on. Will, I was thinking of it from a different level. You, Champlain ends. You're number five in the standings. Bass calls you. Will, do you want to come fish the elite? Yeah. What do you say? Oh, yeah. Oh, heck, yeah. You're <laughs> in. question. If yeah. I top five, I'm going. I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's the goal for this whole thing. I'm, I'm there. If, yeah. if they call me and they got an opening, I'm there. Now, that's not a, not a question, no, sir. How about that? That's amazing. But, now, I'll I tell you what's funny is... Uh, wouldn't it be funny if in the next two Northern Opens we end up on the same school? Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna that we're would, both we're that both would be gonna, crazy. we're both gonna be below, right below the dam up the Chickahominy <laughs> fishing that school, yeah. and then on Champlain we're both gonna be on the Inland Sea on a giant school, smallmouth, the same school. Well, hey, I can I can tell you right now I don't I, I'm gonna stay as far away from the chicken as I can, <laughs> which is probably why I'm not gonna do you know do as well as I should, but. 
if you're in the LNC and at Champlain, I can promise you we'll we'll meet up. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh that's that's where it's at right there. That'd be okay. Well, I tell you, after uh, Oneida, I would I would love to fish around you any day. Uh, you, you know, again, thank thanks for for making it a great tournament. And thank you for sharing that spot the way you did. It, it meant a lot. And uh, and thanks for joining us on Ike Live tonight. Talk about your win a little bit. And congratulations. And congratulations. Stoked, uh, stoked to see you uh, fishing a classic and hopefully the elites. Yes, sir. Well, hey, again, man, I'm the same way, dude, man. I, I really appreciate you, uh, the way everything worked out for the tournament, man. It was it was as good as – it was great. It really was. And I, I, I appreciate you letting me on the show. You got it. Now, before we let you go, uh, for people watching and listeners watching the show tonight, how can they follow you? Do you have a website or a social media handle they could follow? Yeah. Yes, sir. It's uh, it's at Will Hardy. It's W-I-L uh, underscore H-A-R-D-Y for uh, for Instagram. And uh, Will Hardy on uh, on Facebook. Awesome. Awesome. Well, it sounds good. Well, we'll thanks for carving some time out for us tonight, and we'll uh, we'll see you at the James. Congratulations, All right, man. Hey, congratulations, dude. Thank dude. you very much. Appreciate it. Congratulations, Will. Right. Good well, luck, everybody. Thank you. Wow, wow, great guest, dude. That got very uncomfortable there for a while. I mean, maybe because he couldn't hear me. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, no, I think, it, I think it was the fact that you brought up below 100 finishes. <laughs> five, yeah, five, maybe in a row. Row. When you're reading someone else's like prepared yeah. stuff, it, it just sometimes the delivery is not the same yeah. as when you write well, it yourself. Well, this is Brian's well, well, crappy well, list. No, no, no. I thought it was fine. It was he fine. said I, that I Andy Morgan right. still had the hit list. I, <laughs> I didn't sell it right. All right. <laughs> I but still, you saved I still it. thought Andy had the hit list. I did too. Dude, Buy your notes are terrible. The hit list. You I didn't write anything it about by that renaming the James. <laughs> you saved that was funny. That was strong. I, the I, I, I had to, yeah. Well, look, I don't. I don't wait, wait, Brian, what do you mean that was strong? This was your stuff, my friend. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm talking about the will naming oh, okay. it the Will River. Oh, and uh, that that was, that was that was just background knowledge for you, not necessarily to be read. But I didn't clarify that. Uh, yeah. Sorry, it's Black Will. I was let's just kick trying to paint the balls. Bring up some bad memories. Alter personality, James, isn't vindictive. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't even know what this guy looks like. Right. You're going to have all uh, broken old plastic worms in the back of your car yeah. tomorrow morning when you wake up. <laughs> Becky, what, what are you. That was you your there? car, right? Or did we do that to somebody? Yeah, yeah. So, Enjoy. give people background. It was a blizzard we had up it's here. It's the perfect. And we were all at the fudge. bar, and everyone left before me. And my car was completely filled up with snow. They broke into my car. The snow. And they, they filled my car up on the inside with snow. <laughs> and then who got the broken used rubber worms, the plastic worms in their car? Bry? That was you. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, man, this has been a crazy night. I think it's time to go uh, for a short break. Short break. And then when we come back, we're going to get into the fun part of the show. If Pete, oh Pete, you did drink your rum and coke. Uh, we're gonna have Ike after hours when we come back. We're gonna put up a toll-free number. We want to hear from you. Uh, hang in there with us, Brian. You got anything else before we take a break? Okay, hang in there. We'll be back in about a couple minutes. Ike live. Hang in there. Gerald.
Shakespeare to turn off the 